Hello, Garbage Patch people. Welcome back from my hiatus. <laughs> my embarrassing hiatus that occurred after I posted two episodes. Two. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But I'm back now. And I want to say, pardon the background noise that you probably just heard and will continue to hear. Because I'm now living in North Philadelphia and the streets are loud. The windows are thin. It's just, there's going to be noise. And if I was nice, I would figure out a way to get rid of it. But, alas, I am not. <laughs> so, enjoy. I am frazzled <laughs> right now. And that is in part because today was my first day of class. And I have some in-person classes. So I was actually back on campus. And there are so many pretty women. Basically. Just so many tote bag wielding, skirt wearing, beautiful women. <laughs> and one, it makes me feel so uncomfortable in my own skin because I'm like, holy shit, I I just feel like a little gremlin, like who just <laughs> emerged from the earth and just don't belong here is one thing. But also it makes me angry. Because I see these girls and I think that they're perfect. I'm like, oh my god, that is the perfect human specimen right there. Like, that girl is so lucky to look the way she does and be as awesome as she probably is. And everyone probably loves her and yada yada yada. And then I'm like, wait, she's literally just a person. Like, she's a person who probably has flaws and terrible qualities. And she's not, she's not perfect. And I feel like that should be reassuring to be like, oh, like, you know, like what our moms would tell us when we're little, like, oh, nobody's perfect. Or what Hannah Montana would tell us, like, nobody's perfect. And we all have our flaws and our issues and yada, yada, yada. You never know. I think I already said yada, yada, yada before, which I feel like is an embarrassing old person phrase. But anyway, you get the idea. Nobody's perfect. I, I don't like that. I don't like that there's not a perfect individual on the planet because I want to be perfect. That sounds freaking awesome. Imagine just doing everything right or like close to everything right because just just imagine. <laughs> it sounds so magical and just to look great all the time, to have your shiz together get good grades, be intelligent, but also be super chill and fun. Like, maybe this is just my idea of a perfect person, but it just makes me so sad that that doesn't actually exist. Because one, I would love to meet that person, and two, I would love to have a blueprint. <laughs> a blueprint or at least something to strive for. But knowing that there is no perfect person out there and that you can't do everything right just makes me feel like what's what's the point what what am i striving for here of course i want to be the best version of myself but what if the best version of myself isn't really that great you know and i hate to say that because i mean i think i'm pretty awesome overall i think fairly highly of myself <laughs> but you know there's always that little doubt i'm sure we all have it in our brains like okay yeah i'm freaking awesome but how how awesome am I on the grand scale of awesomeness, like in comparison to everybody else? It's weird. I don't like it. 
I want. I saw this cute ass girl today wearing a skirt and a cute crop top and she had short blonde hair and bangs and it just looks so good and I was like how do you even get your hair to look like our hair is the same length I was like how do you even get it to look like that with this north philly crusty no water softener water that makes my hair greasy the second I step out of the shower like how'd you how'd you do that and your cute little tote bag and sneakers and you just look so good and you're probably on your way to a class that you're going to get 100 in because you're just awesome. But then, <laughs> then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know anything about this girl. I'm literally coming up with stories in my brain. And she's not perfect at all. But then that sucks. You know? Maybe, maybe you don't know. Maybe that made no sense. I think I went off on a tangent and then never never circled back to my original point I was going to make, but yeah, that upsets me. And you know, I'm just going to dive into my other little topic that I was thinking about, but I couldn't really put it into words that flowed well, but I feel so uncomfortable in my own skin right now. Like, I've never been so self-conscious in my life, or honestly, like, I just feel like I hate on myself subconsciously a lot. And I didn't, I realized that I did it. But yesterday I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast and it was an episode called Rock Bottom or Hitting Rock Bottom, something like that. And she just talked about how she had this subconscious like self-hatred going on that she, she kind of realized it was there. But you know, you try and ignore it because like that's annoying and you just think, oh, we all have our moments, whatever. But like, no, that, that made me realize like I, have been so mean to myself. There's a little voice and it just keeps shitting on me. <laughs> it just feels like nothing I do is right. I never say the right thing. I never wear the right thing. I never look right <laughs> by my personal standards. And it's just, ugh, I don't know. I'm trying to change my mindset because today, in my class, it was an international risk management class. And I was sitting there and the teacher was talking about how the work is hard. Like there's a lot of work and you know, if you just complete the assignment at least and just meet the basic standards and answer all the questions, whatever, like you'll get an 85, which I don't really want an 85, that I want higher than that. And so then he goes on to say, like how you have to do extra research and you really have to go the extra mile to get the hundred and yada, yada, yada. And these are like weekly assignments. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get an S. Like I want an S plus on all these assignments because that's like how they're ranked, I guess. And the S plus would be a hundred. Like I want that. But then I was like, but I'm not like one of the, the alpha people in the class. Like I highly doubt it. There's some very smart people right now making very great points when he asks questions or we're doing like an analysis or whatever. Um, so like, shit, I'm not going to fall into that 15% of people that get the S pluses. And then I was like, wait, why the hell not? Literally, why the hell not? Why can't I do that? I totally can do that. I was sitting in the same seat that I sat in a two, oh, sheesh, two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago, my freshman year, in a legal studies class, I was in the same classroom, sat in the same seat, where I was literally the best student in my class by a mile. <laughs> and I feel like I didn't even try. So I'm like, why the hell am I sitting here telling myself that I can't do something when I so obviously can? Or maybe it'll be tough, but I can, like, 
it can be done. Moral of the story. And I know, I sorry, I kind of just gassed myself up about, like, my legal studies class. That was freshman year. I've taken much harder classes since then, but that was definitely a tough one. And definitely one that every single classmate I had complained about. So, <laughs> pardon, pardon me hyping myself up. But, you know, I, I needed to actually do that because now I feel so much better about my life. I really have imposter syndrome, like, so bad. I don't think I'm intelligent. I think it's partially the way that I speak. I used to be much more eloquent of a speaker. And, like, my public speaking skills were good. I didn't use a ton of filler words. And it, I was just doing well for myself. And now, now I don't think I do that. <laughs> Which is funny, because now I started a podcast. But I started this podcast in part to help me with that. To help me one, formulate my thoughts better because I love to just spew words out of my mouth and not really think about what I'm saying, which is normally it works out fine, but, you know, in a podcast situation or public speaking, you can't really do that. So I'm trying to fix that. (laughs) But now I don't even remember what I was saying. See? (laughs) Oh, that I don't speak eloquently. Imposter syndrome. Sorry, circling back. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, I just feel like I'm not smart all the time and just think I'm, I don't even think I'm a fraud because I don't even think I come across as being intelligent. And it's just so frustrating because I know that I'm not an idiot. Like, I have my moments, of course, as we all do, but overall, I'm not an idiot. And I'm borderline intelligent, if not (laughs) intelligent. It depends who you ask, I guess, but... I don't know. I just hate that I don't feel comfortable in myself, in my abilities, that I know I have. I keep convincing myself otherwise. And even in social situations, I think I used to be... No, I don't don't think I used to be. I used to be so social and so confident. Most of my life, up until sophomore year, I was pretty uncomfortable in my own skin and definitely not outgoing. But that was because the people that I surrounded myself with, like my entire childhood, were just not... It just wasn't the best environment, and so I was just constantly uncomfortable. But that was just how I lived, so I didn't even realize my discomfort until I made some new friends that helped me come out of my shell and actually let me be myself. And then I finally felt free. I felt confident. I felt good and happy. And then I was like, holy crap, like, this is how you're supposed to feel. Like, you're supposed to feel free and able to say what you want and do what you want and not get ridiculed for it and just feel comfortable in your own skin (laughs) and I was amazed because I was like I just lived however many years of my life in a state of discomfort and honestly borderline I wouldn't say depression but uh, I don't even know just sad just sadness (laughs) but then I feel like I spent a couple years being super duper social and open about myself and I would walk into a room whether it was at school or a party or what and like I wanted you to look at me because I just knew that I was awesome (laughs) like please look at me because I'm awesome and please talk to me because I'm awesome and we'll have a great conversation and even if it's not so great I probably won't even notice because I don't care like I'm enjoying the moment and if I say something dumb whatever laugh it off or honestly don't even laugh it off just keep on going because I don't care. I'm confident in myself and I'm not going to let one little slip up ruin my entire day. But now, post-COVID, post-quarantine, not socializing a ton and also 
not living near my school's campus, I feel like <laughs> I don't have social skills. And that's quite traumatic for me because I went from feeling awesome and just like everything came naturally to now questioning every single thing that I say, and every single thing that I do. And feeling like I just, I feel like I missed out mostly because a lot of my friends that I knew freshman year had a whole year of socializing on campus and like going to parties and forming these bonds and be like all my friends that I have they know everybody ever like literally every person on campus they know them or they know someone that knows them and I just feel like I don't have that and so going to social events and stuff I just feel like the odd one out and I don't like being the odd one out I don't think anybody does and so that makes me even more uncomfortable it makes me want to insert myself into these friendships and relationships because I know that if I just spoke up and was myself and didn't care what anybody else thought, I would blend in with their, like, my friends, friend groups easily. And it would be all good. And it would be perfect. But I don't know. I just feel so uncomfortable and so self-conscious. And, like, I have to follow my friends around like, like a little puppy dog, which actually I didn't do that the other night, which I was very proud of myself, and I did make some friends. None that I'll probably ever really talk to again, but that night I had friends, and it felt good. That was a good moment for me, but I don't know. I went from walking into a room and being like, look at me, look at me, to I I don't want to be perceived. Like, I do, I do not want to be perceived you don't know me. I don't know you. I'm not even here. Just don't even, don't even acknowledge me. <laughs> and not because I don't truly want to be acknowledged and I don't want to make friends and form relationships and whatnot, or just fill my social battery, my social needs, but because I just am scared. I'm scared. And I don't like being scared. I actually hate being scared. Um, so it's frustrating moral of the story. <laughs> I was gonna say I hope that all made sense, but honestly, I think it did. I think it did. If you get it, thank you. If you don't, one, no. If you don't, I'm happy for you that you don't understand what it's like to be super uncomfortable in your own skin, because it's not a good feeling. But I know that I can get back to the confident individual that I was before. I don't know if I want to be the same person I was before, but I would love to at least have that confidence back because that was pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. I felt like such a free woman. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to work on that. Where, where did I even start with this episode? Oh, perfect person not existing. That sucks still, but I'm going to keep working on myself, getting better every day. I started running. I am not the best runner as of right now, but I'm going to get better. I convinced myself that I couldn't run a consecutive mile. And so I was just doing like the, the um, couch to 5k type thing. I, I don't like being told what to do. So I didn't want to use the actual app because I don't like when she like talks to me in my ear. Um, <laughs> she meaning the freaking, you know what I'm talking about. You're, you're like, coach thing on the app. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, I was doing, like, little interval runs, so, like, run for two minutes, walk for three, whatever, like, three, four, and three, like, you know, 
that whole bit. And it was hard. And I convinced myself, I was like, there's no way that I can run a mile. Like, I can't even do these little interval runs. How would I possibly run a mile? And then yesterday, I went to the school track, and I was just running on it. I didn't know how long it was or anything, and I just did four laps. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep going, just look up how much this track, like, how long this track is. And then it was a quarter mile. And I was like, whoa, I just ran a mile in eight minutes and 30 seconds. I didn't even think I could run one. I was fully expecting my first mile to be in, like, a month, and it would probably be, like, 12 minutes. And then I just did it. (laughs) And I don't know. I just feel good about that. So I wanted to share. I know no one asked, but take that as inspiration. If I can do it, you can do it. Anyone can do it. And I'm excited to be able to run two miles. That is so exciting. That, like, that is a possibility in the near future. So I'm going to take my now excited energy and channel it into some homework. (laughs) The most exciting thing of all. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you took something away from this. And I will see you next week. It is a set date. No rain checks. I'll be back.